Hey guys, it's your host, Jessica Newsom. The victory is greater than the struggle in ex-lesbian podcast. I'm grateful for you tuning in. We're going to jump straight into it. In lieu of Mental Health Awareness Month, we're going to be talking a little bit about mental health. At the same time, we are going to be talking about uh, walking out of homosexuality. So one, when it comes down to mental health, what do you do to cope with your stuff, with your junk? If you struggle with anxiety, depression, um, suicidal thoughts, uh, any type of mental illness, what is your go-to to try to help you get out of that bad place? I know I spoke about that a little bit in the last podcast, but I just wanted to give you just some of the stuff that I do, okay? So me, I have become a podcast junkie, okay? Uh, so things that I like to listen to, and I don't like all of the episodes of all of these, but I kind of skip around because some are really good. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf, I love listening to her. Um, she has amazing practical tips, uh, practical applications to deal with the, uh, every day, day to day, the little bit of struggles that we have or the big stuff that we have going on. Um, another podcast, it's called terrible. Thanks for asking. Um, this is not a uh, Christian at all. It, it's not religious based whatsoever, but it definitely does hit uh, home to some of the things that we struggle with when it comes to mental health, how we are feeling and, and, and how we deal with those things. Um, there's a podcast that they have, I think it's episode 48 and 49, and it's about uh, suicide. And so to hear other people that struggle with that, you can relate to some of the stuff that they say. And sometimes that is comforting. I know as Christians, we're so quick to just just rebuke it. Don't even think about it. Yada, yada, apply the word. That's true. We're definitely supposed to do those things, but come on. There's sometimes when we can't even muster up the strength, or maybe we don't muster up the strength to be able to apply the word of God, but maybe we can muster up, a, up the strength to just click on a podcast that helps us to filter through what we're thinking. It gives us another person who understands what we're going through and that's enough for today. And then maybe tomorrow or maybe later on in the day, we can muster up the strength to apply the word of God, to stand on our own two feet and, and, and do what we need to do. Okay. There's another one. Um, it's okay. I don't really listen to it too much. It's called the hardcore self-help podcast. I really don't like that one too much. I mean, I haven't found an episode that I was like head over heels in love with. Um, but those are some of my go-tos when I'm having those cloudy days. Okay. Um, now when it comes down to homosexuality, uh, walking out of homosexuality, I think that people, Sometimes when we say, okay, I struggle with uh, depression or suicidal thoughts or anxiety and I'm ex-LGBTQ, right? God delivered me and I'm walking that thing out, you know, I'm, 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 I'm renewing my mind and God is transforming me. There are a lot of people that attribute the mental illness to leaving the lifestyle. And I don't think that that's hand in hand. Um, I can say a time in my life when I wasn't ready to give God everything and I just wanted to give him part of me. I said, God, give, I want you to take away the homosexuality, but don't take away the drinking. Don't take away my friends. Don't take away none of that. Like I'm good with every other part of my lifestyle that does not line up with you, but just take away the homosexuality. 
yes, I became more depressed. I became suicidal, right? Um, because I wasn't all in. And so the enemy took that and used that and said, I'm going to just beat the crap out of her, uh, when it comes down to this so that she goes back into that lifestyle. And there's so many people that are in that space where we say, I don't want to give you all of me. I just want to give you part of me. And being that lukewarm Christian, we don't get the results that we're wanting or that the Bible says that we can have lukewarmness is not something God says, um, he's okay with, right? He says, be hot or be cold, but lukewarm. No, that's not okay. Right. And so now that I've come to a place, you know, eight years ago where I said, I'm gonna give you all of me, God, like you have just come into my life and just totally wrecked everything. Like you have shown me the truth. I get it. Like I'm ready to lay my entire life down to give you the homosexuality, to give you the alcohol, to give you the jacked up mindset, all of it. Right. And so then I started to, over the years, struggle again with, uh, with, with depression and suicidal thoughts, but it wasn't because I left the lifestyle. It wasn't because I miss homosexuality or I'm, or I'm not being true to myself. Right. Um, I think that we should be very slow. Uh, well, we shouldn't judge at all. It's going to be slow to judge, right? But we should not assume the reasoning as to why someone is going through a specific thing, especially if we're trying to be there for that person and be their friend and be a shoulder to lean on, never assume something because that might just shut them down and they might not want to talk about it anymore. Right? So we have to just listen to their whole point of view, their perspective, whether we agree with it or not. Right. And, um, just be that person and say, okay, I hear you, you know, and to give wisdom and give understanding where, where the Holy spirit leads you to do so, um, and allow God to do the rest. And so when it comes down to the struggles that I have as a Christian struggling with those things, for me, again, I'm not going to assume anyone else's life at all, but for me, I really attribute those things to just this path of, you know, picking up your cross and following God, right? Um, it's not easy being a Christian following Jesus is not for the faint of heart, right? It's not, you know, you say the prayer of salvation and everything is perfect. No, yes. Everything gets so much better. But the route that we have to go to get to that place is not the, 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 the easiest thing at all. And it's not the desirable path that we want to take. We would like for God to just, you know, wave a magic wand and just change everything. And that would be awesome. If it happened that way, I think everyone would be Christian. <laughs> I really do. Um, but it takes two. God wants us to be an active participant in our faith. So there's seasons in our lives where we're going to go through hell, where we're going to go through the fire. But the Bible says, Hey, if you walk through, if you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. When you go through the water, you will not drown. Right? So like you're going to go through stuff, but it's there to sharpen you. It's there to build your character. It's there to strengthen your integrity. But so many times we give up in the middle of a storm. We give up in the middle of a situation because we are hurt because we're devastated because we don't like the results that it's producing because it's not turning around the way we want things to turn around, how we want them to be turned around. Right. And so then we get mad at our situation. We get mad at God. We get mad at other people and God's just saying, I am with you no matter what 
I have called you, you are chosen. Um, I set you apart before the foundations of the, of the world. Right. But I need for you to trust me. People are going to be people. People are going to hurt you. People are going to disappoint you. People are going to, to just do you wrong, do you dirty. And it could be the closest people to you. It could be church people. It could be family, right? And those two can be the hardest hits that we take. And, and, and how do we bounce back from that? We have to say, God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what the enemy's doing, but I'm going to believe, have faith and hope that you are that you are guiding me in the midst of what's going on and you're going to use what the enemy has meant for evil and you're going to turn it around for my good. So I trust you, God. Um, there was a time in my life to where before a situation happened, someone sent me a Facebook message and he said, there's something that's coming your way. God does not want you to experience that hurt or pain. So he's going to remove these people from your life. And I was like, Oh my gosh, everything is going so good. So well, what could possibly happen? Who's gonna, who's around me? That's going to hurt me. And so, you know, you're kind of thinking who are the shady people around you, but sometimes it's the people you least expect. And so months later, looking back at it, I was kind of like, you removed the people from my life, but how all of it went down, it hurt me to the core. It hurt to the core. The trust you had in people were broken. The, the character you thought they had, it wasn't there, right? Like no one's perfect. I'm gonna say that right now. I screw up all the time. When it comes to even leadership, there's times where I get in my flesh and I'm having a bad day. Okay. I totally get that. Um, but we have to just be careful. Uh, we can't keep making the same big mistakes over and over. And so when a situation hurts you so bad like that, my first reaction was to go, God, why did you allow this to happen? God, what is happening? What did I do? And when you get no clarity, no clarity for many of us, that is the thing that bothers us so much when we get no clarity, when, when, when everyone disappears and there's no clarity as to what in the world happened. And then you think back to that word that someone gave you and they said, again, God's going to remove people because there's a hurt that's coming that he doesn't want you to experience. And you're thinking to yourself, well, the hurt that I did experience was so heavy. But then I took a minute and I said, oh my goodness, God, if you were shielding me from a hurt that was greater than the hurt that I already experienced, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because what happened was unbearable enough right? Heavy enough. But if you're saying that there was something greater then I thank you for doing the thing, like for, for, for pulling me out how you did. Now he's not in control of how people act and react. Right. But what I was reminded of is that God is on your side. He's on your side. There is a bigger picture to all of this stuff. And so some of the stuff that we struggle with, 
it stems from, um, not, no, I take that back. It doesn't necessarily stem from, but the enemy will put thoughts in our minds of unforgiveness towards someone, right. Or, or, or playing, uh, playing out a conversation that only you're having. Right. And you're kind of like, Oh, well, if they say this, then I'm going to say that. And then I'm going to say this and then they're going to say that. And you're all riled up, all upset, having this one-sided conversation. Right. And you can be mad for the rest of the day over something that didn't even happen. So I think that there's times when we contribute to our bad days. There's times when we contribute to these cloudy days and we have to say, no, 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 I'm not going to one make up stuff in my head Two, I am going to trust that God is guiding me and leading me in absolutely everything. Because man, if we could see the bigger scope, the bigger picture, we will, I promise you, we will say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you have done and for how you did it because he is a good God. He's a faithful God and he loves us more than anything. But even in those cloudy days, even in those storms, he wants us to learn and he wants us to grow. He wants us to be strengthened so that we aren't beat down by the enemy at, um, at, at the same little tactics over and over again. He wants us to be able to see those tactics and say, I see how you're doing that in my life. I see that game that you're playing and I'm going to strengthen myself so that I am not going to fall victim to that same thing over and over again. Right? We have to be able to grow in the things of God. We have to push our pride aside, our hurt aside, our confusion aside, our understanding aside, our wisdom, and you aren't going to hurt me ever again aside, right? And say, God, I bow down at your throne. I forgive them. I forgive myself and forgive me for lashing out to you, lashing out on you when I know that you are good and you're perfect and you're wise. So what do you do when you're having these cloudy days? What do you do when that storm comes, that cloud comes and you feel the depression setting in the anxiety, uh, the anxiety or the worrying starting to set in? What do you do to help you get out of that funk? I encourage you again, um, find someone, man, Bible believing believers to uplift you. That has been so crucial for me. It's ridiculous. It'll be a random text. It'll be a random phone call and they will speak life into me speaking about something that only I spoke to God about and it edifies my soul. So if you love this podcast, if you like it, um, please subscribe to it, leave a review. I want more people to check it out. Um, and definitely share it with someone. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle in ex lesbian podcast. I love you guys be blessed. And if you want to chat with me, please hit me up at love at the cross dot RGV at gmail.com. Bye guys.